Streaming to the world and beyond. To the world and beyond. You're listening to the Credit Authority Podcast with Rhonda Kulch. Join Rhonda as she gives advice on market updates and predictions in today's economy, setting you on the right path to financial success. It all begins with proper diagnosis, analysis, and personalized planning to achieve credit and financial health and stability. Rhonda interviews the top experts in their fields to find the answers you're looking for. Sit back and relax or take notes. All your questions are about to be answered. Get ready to live your best life with Rhonda Kulch. Welcome back to another episode of the Credit Authority. I am your host, Rhonda Kulch. And of course, we always want to thank our sponsors when we get started with any of our shows. So thank you so much to Equity First. If you are experiencing credit and or financial concerns, feel free to reach out to Equity First. They are there to help you. They are bilingual and nationwide. They can be reached at 631 714 And we have an amazing show lined up for you today. So our first guest with us is a friend of mine, Steve Klein, and he is with Home Team Mortgage. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. So, you know, I was driving in today and I got a phone call that said that the bond is down and we're expecting maybe a little bit of an interest rate decrease. How do you feel about that? I think it's great. I think it's great for everyone. There was some uh, economics that came out today for CPI, came in better than expected, and really had a great impact to start the day on on rates and, and the market. I know that with the rates shifting as much as they've been over the years, it must be so difficult as somebody like yourself, as a loan officer, you're a trained professional in this industry, and it's brutal, right? I, I know that we work in the same you know market. When we hear about the market and the rate changes, like mm-hmm. well, you're, you know, you're talking about the CPI index as well as the economics and the reports that I've heard this morning, does it impact a lot of your business when you get these little things, or is it just kind of a, a gauge and a, and a market watch? So I guess it can. Um, a lot of it's perspective. So you know, yes, rates going up makes it a little bit more of a difficult market. Uh, but if you look at the history of interest rates. Rates are not so bad right now. If you compare them to the pandemic, there's a little bit of sticker shock there. But uh, overall, they're still not at all-time highs. Um, quite honestly, they're, they're, they're not bad as compared to even to the last you know 10 years or so. But everybody likes to compare it to the pandemic. And doing that is just not a fair you know assessment. So um, yes, it affects it. Yes, it slows it down. But also, there's buyers out there. There's inventory. And uh, you just have to go with it and understand that you know rates could also be temporary. You know, so so it's a good way to, to look at it, to look into that home that you want to get into. You know, we've been talking to more, you know, mortgage professionals. We generally bring in a mortgage professional once a week just to kind of get an update as far as prospectus and what's happening in the marketplace. And, you know, a big thing that we've been talking about is having, you know, speaking with your, your buyers, you're almost selling payment, not rate. You absolutely are. So, you know, again, rate gives you that sticker shock. That's what leads in the media. The reality is, is a budget. You have to be, you know, within your budget, your comfort level for both you as an individual or your family. Um, so really payment really becomes more paramount because as prices go up or down, as down payments go up or down, as taxes go up or down, as long as you're staying within your budget, that's where you need to really focus on more than just a number or an interest rate. Your budget for your payment and your out-of-pocket expense is really the more important thing to focus on. You know, years ago, I mean, we're going back over 20, 
Mm-hmm. You know, I was in the mortgage industry, which is how I know Vic. Sure. And, you know, back in the day, their interest rates were so high and the loans that they offered were, you know, at one point, 125 percent. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know, so it's insane when I reflect and then I've watched the market over the years and now we see, you know, the rates hovering in the 7%. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me that again, for somebody like yourself, it's important. I think that you can sell the payment sure. and looking at where we are as a rental market, you're still able to get into a home so much less expensive with opportunity sure. than it is to, to just rent. Yeah, definitely. And you know, the, you know, one of the, um, the memes right now going around says that, um, you know, what's your interest rate on a rent payment? It's a hundred percent. So if you think about that, you're just building somebody else's wealth. Um, you're building their equity. Why not do that for yourself at a lower interest rate than what a rent rate would be? And again, you know, rents are sky high right now. There's just no other way about it. Rents are sky high for people right now, sometimes more unaffordable than what, you know, mortgages are. With the cost of living increasing as drastically as it has with the inflation costs and even food costs for a family, right? Just overall. And then when I look at some of these families that are renting and they're paying $3,000 and they're told the rent is going up or the landlord has decided to sell the home because they're taking advantage of the the high market price, they can't even find any place else to live because it's just so expensive. It is, you know, and, um, you know, specifically in New York being as expensive as it is, um, a lot of people don't take advantage of some first-time homebuyer programs that are in New York, different grants that are available. And these different grants that are available, these are first-time homebuyer programs that really could make it a lot more affordable, both from a payment perspective and an out-of-pocket perspective, to to make that dream of homeownership more affordable. Things that aren't spoken about, but they're out there. It's amazing how much money goes unused that the state gives people towards credits, towards purchasing as a first-time homebuyer. Um, if you look into those programs, really, it could be make the make or break between you getting into the home that you want or not. So if I am somebody who is a first time home buyer and I'm looking to take advantage of those opportunities as somebody as a licensed professional like yourself, tell me a little bit about those first time home buyer programs and what that eligibility may look like, because I feel like sometimes those programs are unobtainable. For some families. So in some instances, they, they definitely can be. Uh, but the reality is, that, you know, New York State has a great first-time homebuyer program. It offers interest rates that are significantly, significantly lower than the rest of the market. Um, they give you down payment assistance. So that program specifically will, um, will give you the opportunity to make a good amount of money a really good amount of money uh, and still qualify. It goes by household size. So, you know, there's a one to two family limit. If you have three or four people in the household, that can increase it and and that will definitely help. uh, And it gives you enough of a budget to buy in New York um, while still fitting into into their income limit or or their caps there. Sure. So, of course, one of my next questions is, are these programs designed based on income limits for counties because different places of New York have different income thresholds? They are. Uh, it does go by county. Um, Nassar and Suffolk, being in the island right now, are the same. And that's where we come in. You know, we take some information from you, and we're going to set you up with what we believe the right program or programs are so we can look into that for you make sure you're approved through it. Um, 
And we have direct access to ask them those you know, questions of, hey, how can we work this to make sure they fit into a program? Um, and that's where we come in as professionals to help guide people the right way to move forward to get into that home that they want to get into. Now, obviously, you know, from what I do professionally working with, with families that have credit challenges, what is the credit criteria to qualify for those types of programs? Sure. So most of those programs actually don't even have a credit score requirement. Yes, they have a more of a profile, a credit profile requirement as compared to a, a credit score. Um, and we take a look at that. So there's also different programs that are out there that if you don't have the, the greatest credit, um, that there's still possibilities for you um, within that, that system of what's offered. We have an underwriting system that we can run your credit profile through right away to make sure that it is something that they would allow or that would be allowed or not. Um, so even if you don't have the, the perfect credit per se, um, that's okay. You can work with that. Now, in reference to programs that are, we'll say, you know, state of New York programs, mm-hmm. does that mean that it needs a second set of eyes or underwriting? And does it take longer for those programs to be approved? So on the bank side, for us, there's a little bit more work that goes into it. And that's okay. We're not afraid of hard work. Um, you know, is there a second set of eyes? Yes, we want to make sure that our I's are dotted, our T's are crossed. That said, we have a great working relationship with these, you know, these programs, with these grant facilitators to really, you know, talk to them and communicate with them throughout the process to make sure we're hitting on all, uh, on all, on all parts here to make sure that it works for that specific individual, that specific family. So if I am somebody who is selling a home and somebody came to me with a pre-approval with one of those types of programs, why would I, as a, as a seller be interested in that candidate? Uh, You'd be interested in that because, you know, it allows people that, again, who don't have all that much money to to get into a home, or or when I say not uh, that much money for for down payment. So they know that there's closing costs that are involved. They know that the rates could be below where the rest of the market is. That being said, it lowers a payment. It makes somebody's budget more affordable for them, which is something to me and for a seller would be something that would be highly attractive to me. Yeah, when the market's crazy, you know, everybody's looking at the best opportunity in front of Mm -hmm. them. How fast can you close? How solid is my deal? So I think that what happens is that these programs are designed for people that have lower down payments, Correct. but it doesn't mean that they don't have affordability. Correct. And there's a big thing. People say to me all the time, I don't understand how you work with high net worth clients. How do they have bad credit? And I have to explain, you know, credit, <laughs> the credit, it's, you know, is not about the income, right? There, there's two different components there. There definitely is. And, you know, credit mm-hmm. is not just based upon making a lot of money. Credit's not just based upon paying your bills on time. It's yeah. the utilization of your accounts, yeah. the equity you keep in your accounts, uh, the amount of accounts that you have established, how long they're established for. So it's, it's more than just the amount of money you have. It's more than just, I make a payment on time every month. Yeah. Um, there's a lot that goes into that credit profile that is, is unique that we can use to help people get into some of these programs. Which I love. And I know that just for the sake of time, Home Team is developing their footprint on Long Island right now. But how many locations do you have nationwide? So nationwide, we have over 25. We're in multiple states. We're licensed in multiple states. Um, We have a footprint on Long Island. We're very big in the boroughs down in Florida. Um, I believe we just opened up a Connecticut branch. And... um, It's just great big things to come. I love it. So once again, we are with Steve Klein with Home Team Mortgage. And if Steve, somebody wants to reach you, how do they touch base? Sure. So the best way to get in touch with me is always my phone number, which is 516-946-2600, or my email, which is sklein, K-L-E-I-N, at hometeam-mtg.com. 
You heard it here. So if you are looking to purchase your first home and you are looking to take advantage of first-time homebuyer programs, please feel free to reach out to our special guest today. Thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review and tell your family and friends about the show. Join us next time for another exciting episode of the Credit Authority Podcast with Rhonda Kulch.